0: It doesn't get recorded. It didn't happen, KB. Well, true. What's the point of just having a great conversation? What are we just nice people?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's the possibility.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to IanEllis.Popbean.com. I'm your host, Ian Ellis, and today I'm joined by KB Marion but KBizzle for Shizzle. I haven't seen you in about two and a half, maybe three months. Yeah, I missed you. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. How have you been keeping up with uh, the no comedy?
1: Um, I've been writing a lot. Uh, I've been doing a lot of little, like, shit on Facebook and Instagram and stories and trying to figure out different ways of using social media. And, uh, now that I kind of have a lot of shit figured out, I'm like, oh, alright, I know I'm gonna release a lot of material now. <laughs> so, uh,. That or do you have
0: like eight pages of notes?
1: <laughs> no, it's just been a lot of trial and error, because I couldn't figure it out. Like it's that's the thing, is like man, people try to tap on the algorithms and shit, it's like fam, part of it is you kinda creating your own algorithm almost. Like so, yeah.
0: Nah man, it's about the creative flow more than the algorithm. If you you're know playing what I'm the algorithm you just like you're like, gonna be a zombie in no time.
1: So Damn. When all of us fails
0: I run to doing creative shit So we Have a lot to catch up on There's it. <laughs> <it's> Coronavirus, coronavirus! <laughs> Struck Struck us all The world freaked out And then George Floyd And then riots
1: No not then George Floyd There was like multiple Before George Floyd
0: This dude got shot by The two dudes in the pickup truck Yes there's been, like, three Ahmad people Alberto. since since George Breonna Floyd. Taylor. Yeah. The dude from SNL had a cop step on his neck, like, last Saturday.
1: <laughs> Jay Farrell?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's the, one of the younger dudes. He's off my radar.
1: He does all the impressions and shit. He's an impressionist. Yeah.
0: And then riots.
1: <laughs> and protests. And protests. And looting.
0: Yeah. Uh, and on top of it all I recently read a book Because of you Called White Fragility. No, don't
1: blame that shit on me
0: I, I subscribed to your Instagram And you said This is going to be The next HBO series How to study white people Yeah Tell
1: me it's not They're already selling out that bitch Tell me it's not The must have now when The Wire was the must-watch, when every white person I met was like, do you watch The Wire? I'm like, no, I've never seen The Wire. <laughs> Why do these motherfuckers, do you think I'm going to pay for a subscription service, particularly for this show? Do you think I have that type of money? <laughs> Look at you
0: show your white privilege. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you loan a password. Go check it out. <laughs> no, the Wire funny. is so old, I remember renting it from Blockbuster. That's, that's how long it's been.
1: I worked at Blockbuster when
0: we were renting the fire, so yeah. So, let's talk about this book. We'll start here because that will probably inform the rest of the conversation. Alright, so let's talk
1: about... Yeah, okay, go
0: ahead. Here's my pitch to people to to make it a little bit easier and more enjoyable to read. As I was reading it, it's about a white lady, and her job is to go to different corporations and talk to them about... um, cultural awareness Mm -hmm. uh, and systemic racism. she
1: basically found out what she did was bullshit.
0: Well, (laughs) so what she does is she goes and tells people about racism and everywhere she goes, it goes poorly. Yeah. They hate this chick. And she gets the same arguments again and again and again and again. And uh, those people arguing with her are her customers and her job (laughs) is to smile and eat shit and politely... Mm -hmm redirect them to try and get them to the point that she's trying to get to or at least to not offend them to the point that you know she gets in trouble or whatever that's that's a lot of customer service eating shit yeah and this book is her venting and letting all of that out <laughs> to the point that at one point she's like and i read her, i know you're triggered right now so just go ahead and take a breath i get it breathe <laughs> i'm sure you're just like the 8 million people i've met Relax We're gonna get through this (coughs) Her partner Is uh, usually a black lady I think Don't Mm -hmm. they have to be paired up? (laughs) I would imagine Dude Could you just
1: imagine Like What's funny is My homie I used to My homie is the uh, Diversity coordinator Whatever For a district In the Chicagoland area and what's funny is it's like the job should really be like two people. And I was like, oh, they got a white and like she's biracial. She's mixed. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, they got a two
0: for one. because they were like,
1: you know both sides. So we could just put you in the position.
0: The <laughs> Obama at the position. <laughs> well, I imagine the car rides home between them bitching about white privilege. Would make for an amazing podcast. Yeah. So, so I'm going to recommend, instead of writing another book...
1: Please don't write another book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you got mad at this lady. What, who turned you? What? I, I read this going, KB is saying this is it. This get, is get it. Get the message. No, I'm, I'm
1: laughing at the capitalistic aspect of it. That's what I'm laughing at.
0: Well, it's... Uh, because
1: here's, here's what's going to happen. Because I've already seen it happen. What's going to happen is that you're going to get a whole bunch of professional white liberals who go out and read this book. Because that's who's reading it. And it's wine
0: clubs. Yeah. Karen. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? And they're going to have a diversity summit somewhere <laughs> for like a day or two.
0: Looks like a Tupperware party.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going to implement some bullshit for a little bit. And then it's going to fade. That's what they do with it. It's, it's, it's a trend. <laughs> it's
0: a t- well, you've been talking about this, about like, we're, we're skipping ahead here to the riots. But it's like, <laughs> I don't know how, how we could ever do this, this whole conversation in order. You the riots, let's start here. Yeah. I think that they are largely to do with covid and people just being frustrated and ready to that's tear some shit up.
1: That's sixty percent of it. That's and 60%
0: now of people it. have the time to see this stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like like fuck shit'll happen and you'll be like, I wish I could do something. I gotta go to work. Like yeah. we're all just barely getting by. But when there's no work tomorrow, mm-hmm. fuck it. Let's let's go do there's something been, else.
1: There's been motherfuckers there's this one chick, she did a um like she came out with COVID kits during the protest. She was just handing them out to people. And um, they was like, how many days have you been out here? She was like, four. And they were like, you've been out here four days handing these out? She was like, yeah, well, COVID is still going on. And like, uh, you know, but people out here, you know what I'm saying? And they was like, what do you do? And she was like, well, no, between waitressing and making my own clothes, like, this is what I do. Like, I'm a, basically like a gig artist, basically. And so she was like, since my gig is kind
0: of. <laughs> I ain't got shit to do. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, well, so, <clears throat> this is something that we wanted to happen, or, right. you know, you and I personally have both been like, overthrow them, <laughs> let <laughs> make some plans. Submit, like, I'll case, flip, case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we wanted that four years ago, but I'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> so you're seeing the real shit happen, but mm-hmm. you're also seeing the fuck shit.
1: There's a lot of fuck shit. There's and a then, lot of Fuck shit. That's what I'm saying, is like on the flip side is capitalists know how to turn everything into a way to make money and siphon and take it away.
0: Get back to work.
1: You know what I'm saying? You gonna get back well, to work. Well they co opt it into some uh, narrative they, they can yeah, sell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like businesses businesses throwing up BLM, BLM shit and then like, hey, hey, we cool. Like it's like <laughs> don't dare up our shit, please. Like it's like alright well there's a lot with people tearing up shit that has nothing to do with that whole thing you know what I'm saying you got motherfuckers picking back off of (laughs) the whole movement Everybody trying to get something right now like
0: out in Atlanta uh, Wendy's gotta get one of those Burger King black hamburgers hey bro
1: (laughs) that was it it was white people who torched that Wendy's
0: alright in Atlanta I don't know. But I'm saying, in Atlanta, <laughs> the white Dude, people wouldn't burn that motherfucker down? What, what? That.
1: Why are you saying Atlanta like that?
0: Because it's a black.
1: No, it's not. Atlanta is not. No, it's not. Dude, go look up the statistics. Their black mayor won by a sliver. They had to do a recount. Atlanta is very much, much turning very, very white. I don't know if you know this, but yes. I thought
0: Atlanta and Mississippi were like the black cities. They were <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Alright so let me ask you about this Cause yeah, we're jumping all over the place you don't want to
1: know where it's at It's in Texas That's where black folks is going Ironically enough
0: Doing a shock jock show I have attracted uh, Actual racists And uh, I talked I to one know. of them And he told me like He told me his view was like I don't hate black people I just want them to be separate from us uh, and don 't mix the bloods and this that and the other, but i don 't hate black people. I just want to be separate and I had heard that same thing like fifteen years ago,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it was like this aha moment where I was like oh that 's the, that 's their like underground narrative that 's like the story they tell them to like make them comfortable with racism yeah that 's how they've the southern strategy like rebranded yeah. it and shit and so now i 'm paying attention because uh, it 's powerful enough that i 've heard it from two different people, fifteen years apart, completely different.
1: A world. lot of people are getting this they, message. They still got that Confederacy blood in them.
0: But you never that, hear this message discussed on the news. It's like they when, keep it when, hushed.
1: When, when does the news ever discuss anything that's relevant?
0: Anything of substance?
1: Of substance that's re- relevant.
0: So they, they hit me to this guy, the
1: kangaroo.
0: Okay. <laughs> Did you watch his video?
2: Mm
0: Okay. <laughs> well, I will show you one at some point. We can't do it in the middle of the podcast. Um, He's a funny guy And he's like uh, Like a million other YouTubers Where it's like a cartoon character Pops up and Mm -hmm. gives like The hot take opinion Mm -hmm. But he's a race realist And so it'll be like Going along Funny, funny, funny And then he'll throw in like And you know Because you know Blacks (laughs) self-segregate And I was like What? What? So tell me Do black people self-segregate?
1: Yes What?
0: Now my now my mind is blown.
1: No, it's not. That's, that's fucking common sense. Like that's common sense. Everybody self segregates. That's the reason why there's a Chinatown. The reason why people self segregate is to survive. It's it's about pure. It's about survival. Because if you get caught too much where you are the only black, and you just, the fly in the buttermilk, bro, sh- some shit would go down. I have seen it and experienced <laughs> it firsthand in Illinois. Landon Lincoln <laughs> got called a nigger and fucking horror, nigger horror in Chicago <laughs> by UIC, <laughs> <laughs> by a neo-Nazi, and when I was in, um... Like, 9 or 10, I was down in my dad's, down in, like, Southern Illinois. Man, and that is straight... They want to be the Confederacy so bad. And, uh, yeah, the KKK marched past our house because we were the only blacks in that neighborhood.
0: Well, let me tell you why I thought he was wrong. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I assumed he meant, you know, black people congregate in the ghettos, and I'm going... No, no, that's more like leftover racism, that's redlining, that's white flight, that's
1: uh, no, a system he's of poverty.
0: About.
1: It is. That's what he's talking about. But all of those things impact why people are in those areas. So, like, for instance, you'll go to black neighborhoods, right? And, and somebody will be like, oh, this is the hood. Yeah, okay, to y'all, it's the hood. <laughs>
0: they say that about every neighborhood, by the way. Brook?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, where it's predominantly black, and you don't even realize that the peop- the black people living there are, like, middle class, upper middle class. Like, some of them, like, y'all think, like, all right, let me put it into terms like this, right? Everybody's seen Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Both of Craig's parents had, like, an honest job, right? Mm-hmm. Had a nice house, did, you know, neighbors kept up their yard. They get busted with a drive-by at night. All right. Now, what do you see about that whole neighborhood? Is that it, technically, that's not a bad neighborhood. Those aren't bad people living in that neighborhood.
0: It's just... It's <laughs> not like everybody's uh, a little mob boss yeah. <laughs> sitting there with a like a warlord yeah, with an AK-47. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> so the percept- that's the reason why hipsters be feeling comfortable moving there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's real. It's cheaper. Is there's families there. There's uh a sense of like understanding, camaraderie. You try to build a sense of community. And the fuck shit is gonna happen, but you know, the fuck shit happens. Better
0: know? the devil you know, better the <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, we we know both devils, it's just
0: we'll you do Do you prefer a black devil? Yeah. <laughs> If I devil's red, it's because it's, uh, blood. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's go back to, uh, to the book, um, White Fragility. It's mm. a good term. Uh, I got my buddy Jason. He has Audible. So anytime I uh, start listening to a book, yeah. I text him to see if he wants to like, keep up with the conversation. And he was like, Ian, do you get uncomfortable uh, having conversations about race? And I said, uh, I do feel that defensiveness, you know, the woman in the book wants you to just, like, listen to everything without reacting. Like, just, yeah. just listen. Don't get defensive about it. Right. But it, I feel that urge.
1: Yeah. You know, well, what's funny about it is, is, is it, that book made me think about conversations I've had with my wife friends where I could tell where they, this is really their thought, but they hide behind Oh well, you know, to play devil's advocate, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, are you playing devil's advocate because you're getting mighty defensive about this situation? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, just I would rather you say how you fucking feel. Like I, that is one of my jokes. Like I would rather covert racism. I want to know how stupid you are <laughs> because. There's nothing, like, look at motherfuckers how mad they are that they gotta cancel this person, this artist, that artist, da-da-da. Because da, da, you didn't know that they was... If people would just be, like, out there with their, who the fuck they are, own up to it, you'll find them. off you know what I'm saying?
0: The world is not made for realness, KB. <laughs> Our industry is made of phonies. Uh, every industry is made of phonies. Everybody's just trying to keep a good public face together. Not many people... Are thinking, reading, (laughs) rational... Most people are stupid. That's my take on humanity. Yeah. Uh, They live in a loop. Uh, They just enact stories that they see on TV and movies. (laughs) Those are the goals they aspire to. That's their concept of love.
1: bro, dude, like, seeing, like, all of these white dudes looking like, like... Like leftover extras from Sons of Anarchy and Dog the Bounty Hunter. It's like, what are you guys doing right now? Like...
0: And that's hanging on to something rather than making your own thing.
1: <laughs> like...
0: So, defensiveness. I, I want to say I also get that way about conversations about religion, uh, politics. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of conversations I just don't want to have with people. I know that it's going to be like five minutes and then we hit a wall Mm -hmm. and then it's just like I just got to hear the same arguments over and over again until I go like alright man I'm tapping out you win you're right I'll think about that
1: yeah yeah. and sometimes it's like I feel like one of my biggest things is like if you're going to come to a conversation then come to a conversation don't come for a debate (laughs) like Hey, let me peep what you're saying. You
0: know well, what I'm saying? It's teams. And uh, the thing about being on a team is you, you get to the point where you have to defend them whether you're right or wrong. You just can't afford to, like, let your team take an L, which is being more invested in the group thought than in truth, which is what I would hope that we're all striving to find and uncover. So I want to get to white culture, <clears throat> One of the first books that ever, like, flipped my head was uh, Ishmael by Daniel Quinn. And it has this concept of mother culture. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And mother culture is this invisible culture that's so prevalent that you don't see it. it. And the idea behind it is that the earth was made for us and that it belongs to us. And that's so deeply ingrained in our culture that we take for granted that there could be another way to be human. Mm
2: -hmm. That our
0: way Mm -hmm. of doing life isn't the human way of doing life. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So that was, like... 15, 20 years ago, I read, I've read this book like 6 times, I've been talking about it yeah. for <laughs> 15 years written papers on it uh, went to school for anthropology minored in sociology uh, have a shitload of black friends with all of this it never occurred to me that white culture was invisible or didn't exist it, I was like, I've nev- how did that never cross my mind? <laughs> I had all of these tools at my disposal and just never looked in that direction
1: Like, for instance, like, I said this on my podcast. I was like, yo, like, I have to, I kind of have to know white culture. Like.
0: So you're saying it exists.
1: And in some regards, yeah. Because white culture is mainstream culture. Like, that, and what I mean is, is like.
0: Well, here's a, a, one of the tricky things is like, white people are raised to be very individualistic. Teaching them that is white culture. Right. But the individualisticness of it makes you think that you don't have a culture.
1: Right. Like, the fact that, like, white kids be like, oh, I'm just going to go off and become da 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 and travel the world. Like, obviously, that's not even every white kid. But that thought. Like, the Protestant
0: that, work ethic, the Christian yeah. moral values. There's There's a lot of cut and paste. Yeah. Uh, and like you say you got to know that we have all these jokes about walking white, talking white, putting on your interview voice.
2: Yeah.
0: Knowing how to infiltrate mainstream white culture, which was more apparent to somebody who is outside of the culture but invisible to the people that are in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that that got my attention. And now <laughs> I I don't feel like she made a very good argument for how we can make progress. Because uh, it came down to it. She gave an example of like a mediation she was in. Mm-hmm. And it was it was like the most robotic. Hello, may I address you? Yes, I have had some concerns. I apologize if I did this in this way. Do you accept my apology? And uh, I was like, that's no way to deal with real life. It's, it's way too litigious for mm-hmm. <laughs> the general consensus. Mm-hmm. But I think two two big takeaways I took from this for how we can make progress are... One, we need to articulate white culture, but give it a new story, I mean, because this isn't about what happened in the past. It's about changing the stuff that's still in place, that's yeah. affecting people's future. Yeah. And you guys don't want to be racist, so you want to get rid of this as bad as anybody else does, right? Like, you fell yeah. for it, just like everybody else did. This is who we're going to be moving forward to get rid of it, yeah. because we mean what we say. Yeah. But she never articulates any plan like that Her plan, she literally said I have to come to terms with my whiteness And just try to get as far away from my whiteness as I can And I know that I'll never be far enough away from my whiteness
1: Yeah, alright, white lady
0: enough (laughs) Karen
1: Because, like All she would have to do is Turn to a black person and ask What would be the next step? What do you think would be the next step? And dude, that's, you, that, like, that's my whole thing is, like, you had uh, uh, Eric Michael Dyson uh, to do the forward, and then there is no culminating callback to the forward. And I was just like, dude, like, fam.
0: I spent a lot of time going, like, just wait, she's just laying stuff down, it's all gonna come around at the end, it's all gonna
1: so <laughs> like, just gonna tie is, a big bow on all this. Like what is the the next step, right? Like that is and I think that That's the reason why I said, you know, like for this uh, and with like a diversity, da 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 and whatever. But it won't necessarily like we have to keep get, putting the pressure on for like a long time and I think that low key the real talk you have to burn some more shit
0: <laughs>
1: because
0: well it's it's gonna continue there's also gonna have to be a uh <laughs> I don't know what the right word is Reckoning is what comes to mind But it's not reckoning Where it's like The people burning shit down Can't be unreasonable uh, Past a certain point Like you know, Alright while out right now But it, once we start working on this It's like If you got it right <clears throat> Burn everything down But yeah. just If it's every single time Someone gets shot uh, Like the dude in Atlanta The cop was well within his right To shoot that dude uh, Shouldn't have happened It sucks But that dude did everything wrong. (laughs) He wrestled two cops. He took the dude's taser, shot at the cop. The
1: other one didn't have a taser?
0: He was running after him. And the dude turned around and shot behind him at the cop. And that's when the cop pulled out his gun and shot back.
1: Alright, so while that was happening, on the other side of Atlanta, a white dude was shooting at the cop and he made it to the police station.
0: So this is what I'm told... Uh, as to uh, They always go like Well black people just stop resisting If you just stop resisting nothing will go wrong uh, <laughs> Well first it's Just don't do crimes and yeah. you'll be fine And then it's just don't resist yeah. And you'll be fine And then the comeback to, to that is like uh, You know they don't shoot these school shooters How come you can arrest these school shooters But you can't arrest a black person And then the rebuttal to that Is Because uh, uh, the school shooters comply because when the cops show up, show up they lay down on the floor. That's why the school shooters survive but black people don't. Those are the arguments I've been given.
1: <laughs> that that's not even logical. They know damn well that's not logical. That's not that's not even logical if a, a if a buddy with a gun is shooting at me then yes, I'm popping back. This motherfucker was shooting at the cops. <laughs> with Bullets, not a taser. And his ass made it—not a scratch, not a bloody nose, not a black eye, not a nothing.
0: They popped his shoulder back in place, <laughs> gave him a neck massage on the way him home. Up
1: Wendy's afterwards. That's really why they burned that bitch down. No
0: man. Well, the other Atlanta, they also burned down on Wendy's. The dude was uh, drinking and driving, and he was so drunk he fell asleep in the drive-through.
1: Yep, I had uh, a <laughs> former colleague
0: who did the same thing. That is fucked up. He
1: didn't get shot.
0: Alright, so a lot of people say uh, there is no white culture, there's just American culture. And if you're gonna go white culture, then you gotta say, well, it's Italian culture, and it's Polish culture. Yes, do that. But I don't identify with any of those. I just identify as white. So... White culture must be real Because that's what I am I'm Just <laughs> I don't identify with Englishness Or uh, European anythingness
1: Go back to your motherland
0: <laughs> Fuck that We here
1: <laughs> So what are you saying? Go
0: back and be a tea chucker <laughs> I'm gonna Go get my monocle out
1: Hey, did you see that cop crying over at McMuffin?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It sucks to be a cop right now. It does. Um, Hey,
1: but she shouldn't have posted that shit. (laughs) Hey, Shorty, don't post nothing. They probably put her on a desk duty.
0: I wanted to talk about why do you think white people are so defensive. And. uh,
1: Because. will go ahead.
0: So, like, on my end of it, so say the liberal side, it's like, I didn't do it, I don't want to feel guilty for it. And on the conservative side, or people that are, like, low-key afraid of black people, like, they would tell you they love black people, but they've never met one, so they just sort of, like, are internally afraid.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that they think, like, copying to anything uh, is the same thing as, like, legalizing black crime. They're like, we can't say that, because then they'll be allowed to just do whatever they want. We, we can't be responsible for all this.
1: Leaps and- the lack uh, the, the lack and leaps of logic in that is really weird I'm
0: so you're taking a, a subject that nobody wants to talk about
1: uh, dude you know what's funny about all of this shit like I'm like can we just talk about it so we can get over this shit already
0: well, the, the like, emotional side of it is what needs to be ended so that we like, can deal with the, like, the man, rational can side of it. you just
1: get over it? Okay. You, all right, you feel guilty. Okay. About. Okay. All right. You need to. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Cry. Cry and do whatever you need to do. Uh, all right. Whatever. All right. Boom. Now we passed that. <laughs> all right. So,
0: now, these are the changes we need to see.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, now,
0: I think the the idea of these are the changes needs to be articulated a lot better than it has been by a multitude of people, because uh, we act like racism is just like a guy. It's uh, a thing. Yeah, it's in everything. <laughs> Which is like, so how do we how do we see it if it's invisible? Like, it's like carbon. It, where is it too much, too? Because, it, like, you want to get rid of the power imbalance, but there's power imbalances in everything in the sexes, in being taller and shorter, and, like, there's a million people that get shortchanged in a million different ways.
1: Here's the thing a lot of black revolutionary people and rebels, or whatever you want to call them. Enemies of the state, whatever. Like, <laughs> some of them still got, like, warrants. There's shit. people
0: in Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> Black Panther's in Cuba right now. Tupac's mama was in Cuba. <laughs> yeah. Tupac might be in Cuba.
1: <laughs> Rita Sada, that's a good one. Um, but, uh, not like, so you, and they've been talking about all of the issues. Like, their issue wasn't just like, no, this is not just racial. We're talking economical, too, because we see the people that is happening, too, that's down here. Y'all see that, right? And then some of them were like, man, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> He's like, but no, you right there. It's no, a crass argument. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they see us, right? <laughs>
1: And so it's like, all of them, if you go back and look at from, you know, what, what shit, whether it was fucking, you know, the underground fucking railroad, you're literally taking money away. Like, your body is the money. You know what I'm saying? So, like, economically, all of that shit is in a. Economics has always been a part of it. And the thing is, like, those that have spoken about. Angela Davis, people like that, they have always spoken about the idea of like Angela Davis talks about how white feminists don't get it. A lot of that's what a lot of work is. Like, you You're know kidding me.
0: Like. Angry white women don't get something.
1: So, like, it's like you have only these aspects of the shit right but it's always been there and the thing is is that like i always say like dude like the middle class and poor class of white folks that are like yeah trump, yeah, trump. it's like dude he don't give a fuck <laughs> about you like well
0: one thing they say is it should be made into uh an economic struggle of poor versus rich and that part of the way they prevent that from happening is by keeping us divided, uh, you know, with biased media and racist media so that we're always charged up about this issue. When really most people, <laughs> most people walking the earth could figure it out and just be okay.
1: Yeah, but if those lower people would stop making harder for the other lower people, then okay, but we can't help the cause if you're making it harder for us and we all... (laughs) You can't be like, we need to get over this fence. Fuck you! And then stomp them out and be like, I don't know how we're going to get over We need more
0: bodies to climb up. Like, we just stomped out the other people that uh, kind of helped us over the fence. That's like, the middle class is shrinking. We need water. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your middle class.
1: You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, so it's like, but that's what I'm saying. Like the the others of the others have been saying, "Hey, if we get over this shit, we can get <laughs> to some other
0: shit." Like they can been make saying, a lot more progress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, why are y'all y'all keep? Baiting. This It's the same way with people that believe in religion and you know, mm-hmm. a million different arguments. One of the reasons uh, she points out the white people are super defensive. Is that they feel like they're good and moral people, according mm-hmm. to society, and to <laughs> acknowledge that society is racist is to acknowledge that they are racist mm-hmm. and that they're not good and moral people,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They don't want to oppose the society that they obey. They don't want to not fit in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> silence by conformity or fear. Like there's a fear of what thought could that happen. That only
1: existed in Asian countries.
0: <laughs> you think it's just the Chinese? <laughs> you have any idea do what propaganda is? Take a class on advertising. You've been hoodwinked. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a lie. You're all being played. Like fiddles. Um, a privilege I'd like to see stomped out is customer privilege. Oh. Uh, customers <laughs> like to talk to me any kind of way. And I got to sit there and just eat their shit or I'll lose my job.
1: Yeah, customers really be doing the
0: most. <laughs> we're gonna, they really
1: do.
0: We're gonna lose that level of entitlement. Uh, I've been walking around feeling like you know what I am at. Maybe I do have a reason to riot. <laughs> Maybe I'm one I'll complaint up, away I'll from fuck, fuck up this. All
1: this hot lunch,
0: fuck yeah. <laughs> I'll burn this fucking plucky duck to the ground. <laughs> test me today.
1: But now people are, and that's the other thing too. People getting fed up with like bullshit ass wages like fam people are broke like when motherfuckers are talking about like oh well you know we don't want them to be like welfare with the stimulus I'm like that little $1,200 fam you know how expensive (laughs) it is out here to live fam
0: yeah $1,200 isn't shit
1: shit, and that was one check
0: it wasn't like we got one every month
1: no right when people heard that $1,200 it was immediately spent (laughs) (laughs) it was gone it was like I need new tires
0: I bought a couple movies
1: <laughs> Everybody got like One little treat For themselves And then the rest was like Bills man Bills bills bills
0: Which in COVID Is still going on
1: mm-hmm.
0: And previous to the riots I was scared to death And now I'm like So is this like Zombie worst case scenario Like people are just Gathering in mass every- We're just fucked it's, it's just We're just fucked Is man, that what you're telling me
1: I was one of the people who give like, up. <laughs> who was like Man this ain't shit and then I was like, oh, this is some shit. And, um... They've
0: stopped talking about death tolls.
1: <laughs> man, I do... I look that shit up every day. I look that shit up every day. Because I have a client in Florida. Uh, and, man. Like... She's like, yeah, our, our county's pretty bad right now. I was like, yeah, I got the news update. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was scared to death when there was three cases in my like, at, you know, whatever this tri-state area, <laughs> whatever they'll give you the update for. My my county.
1: Her county is like at forty-six percent. Does testing have tested positive?
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about reopening stuff next week. Mm. And you got to reopen and stuff at this point or else shit is just going to keep getting worse. More riots, now, more I wanna, tension. Now, I, I, no,
1: I want to see white people really riot. Like the motherfuckers that pulled up They the, might do it the, for Crystalia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Balky is not a pedophile. God's <laughs> words were consenting. Burn you down. <laughs>
1: hey, dude. You know what's hilarious? <laughs> what's that? Like? See, this is... Two different
0: they were even segregated on the internet. Like My
1: black timeline all
0: of my You black... heard about that shit before
1: me. <laughs> uh, black Twitter. Yeah. Cause I saw somebody post who the fuck is Chris <laughs> Elliott. <Delia?" laughs>
0: I called my boy and I was telling him about it and he referred to him as oh the M dude. <laughs> and then I saw on YouTube today uh hip hop dx reported it as the guy from the Eminem video <laughs> That's how black people know him. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye, Chris.
1: He Bye to my forever. Bro, he was like, who? And I was like, yo, you know the dude that does Eminem impressions? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Stan.
0: <laughs> Damn, they got Stan?
1: <laughs> He's said hey, man, everybody's like, oh, I knew he was a weirdo. Man, shut y'all bitches asses up. Y'all didn't know. Y'all was just hating.
0: I knew he fucked a lot. But it's so irrational to go after dramatically younger women. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them, all right, they were 19. He was still 30. Looking for 19-year-olds when you're 30 yeah, is predatory, creepy behavior.
1: See, see, and black folks, we just dealing with our own creep on the other side while this was happening. Well,
0: R. Kelly, they have made the same no, argument. There's,
1: there's a new creep. Who? Uh, all right. Do you remember the show Sister, Sister? Mm-hmm. Go Home, Roger.
0: The little brother?
1: That little buddy? Yeah. He's 39. His fiance is 19. Oh, shit. They got engaged when she was 18. They started dating when she was 14.
0: Well, that's commitment. He's been with her for a while. Jesus. That's the definition of grooming. And what do you do at that point? Because she'll be like, I'm in love. And you're like, yeah, but that's Stockholm Syndrome.
1: Yeah. And he... uh, uh, if you guys know who the group B2K is, this is on the black side of the internet. He also molested members of that
0: boy band. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, touching kids.
1: Yeah. With their manager who groomed him.
0: You look at famous people and you're like, the baddest women in the world, like line up to fuck these guys. I've seen Christina Dalia at the comedy store just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Bad bitches dripping off his mm-hmm. arms. Early twenties. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with that? You yeah. gotta go, team. You yeah. gotta.
1: Yeah, and that just barely legal. Like that's that's like last like, chance
0: to ruin their mind.
1: Yeah. Like that's that like. Well, if it's the age of consent with somewhere else, like lower, that's what it would be. You get what I'm saying? Like, well,
0: and he's not like uh, go home, Roger. Where it's like. Roger's, like, in love with this girl. (laughs) Say what you want. (laughs) He only has her. Whereas Epstein had hundreds of women. And Dalia had dozens, maybe hundreds of women.
1: Yeah.
0: And would have continued doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Not like... He, if he quits, if he's like goes to rehab for sex addiction... Hey,
1: if your response is, man, why would they wait to say... would Your response is the reason why a lot of women wait to say things because motherfuckers act like... There's no way. Because like, then, once again, then you have to admit to yourself, like was there a moment where I went way too far? And you might have had a moment where you went way too far. I've had a few. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta own up to that shit, and you gotta change and make the steps, and really... And if they don't ever forgive you for that shit, then that's their right too. You know what I'm saying?
0: But you have to be accountable, at least to yourself. To yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things in this book uh, she touched on was white woman's tears. <laughs> and and she deadly used the phrase uh, it... it <laughs> Terrorism. She used the phrase, the terrorism of a white woman's tears trigger, you know, Emmett Till emotions in all black people. Like, do not cry around black people when they're grieving. Uh, Which sounds ridiculous, and I was talking to my buddy about it last night. He's like, Ian, it's ridiculous, but yesterday I was pulled into the HR office. And as soon as I started making sense, this lady started crying, and he's like... There's nothing I can say to her tears.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She's crying and I'm just a bad guy. And I didn't do anything wrong to begin with. And just explaining that I wasn't wrong caused her to cry. And now mm-hmm. I'm a double villain.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but I, you know, women just cry. And sometimes they do it manipulatively. And that's across the board. I date women. You date women. Mm-hmm. We've all dealt with these crocodile tears. You know, it happens.
1: This is what I said. I <laughs> said as a joke I said uh, black women will fuck up your shit white women will fuck up your life (laughs) if it is over they fucking up your life Uh, and but no it's like uh, yeah that is very real and that that applies to any black person because I've seen it apply to you know what I'm saying where I've had to check some white chick and then everybody's like whoo and she's acting all You know perplexed. It's uh,
0: emotional blackmail To get out of yeah. the situation
1: to, to not have to take Accountability But then they want to act Like they boss bitches You know
0: what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> So like uh, Better be happy I was having a bad day Cause if I hadn't have been crying About yeah. what a hard day I was having right. I would have beat your ass Right Right But they beat your asses um one so uh, But that's
1: very that's very real. All and the that's very real. And uh yeah, you'll see a lot of um
0: All people, people should learn to folk have, folk have more control up. over their emotions and women need to be held accountable to the fact that sometimes they do it manipulatively.
1: Yeah.
0: And that gets used racially as well. Yeah. <laughs> which is like an uncomfortable conversation you don't, as a man how does a man, you know I can't go like, stop crying, yeah. <laughs> you're you're ruining the situation, this is a conversation
1: yeah
0: oh, but, you're sexist
1: yeah, or they're using it as, you know some people, when they get angry they're crying because it's just a way that they uh let out the uh the, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they not, it's not a like oh my god. It's like, hey, I'm about to fuck you up. I don't even want to do this, but I'm like, you know, because like I'm I've been with somebody's ass, and then I'm time. like, like afterwards, I'm like, fuck, I didn't even want to do that. Like, why <laughs> did she just like, you know, but it that is, it is very true. It is very true. Like a, a white woman's hysteria. Is <laughs> <laughs> Is like like that's their superpower. If they, were actually <laughs>
0: <laughs> they got pussy beams <laughs> and crocodile tears. Yeah, these bitches are lethal. Stop yeah. thinking they're harmless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will destroy you.
1: They have carried on white supremacy, white cro- do white not
0: girl. trust Hillary. Hillary, yeah. One of the crazy things about uh, the racist guy, the kangaroo, mm-hmm. is that he identifies as a liberal and he's a hardcore Hillary supporter. But he still uses all the coded language
1: a lot of them do. I'm like, what just admit it just like the one it blows bloody... my
0: mind how do those two things reconcile to be a world view like aren't they at odds with each other too much like but
1: isn't all of it at odds with each other like you, all of it's at odds. you have once again you have people that are voting against their best interests, and happily. And we're in merch to do it.
0: Well, I want to know what concessions they made to themselves. Because that would be the attacking point. Because that's where you just hold their feet to the fire. Where you go, really? But this. But, yeah, but this. Yeah, but no, but you said this. (laughs) And that doesn't work with this. So are we on the same page here? I know you like it. I know it makes you feel safe and powerful and blah, blah, blah. But we got to set that down. (laughs) This um, is
1: they stand. This my, is they stand. They don't give no fucks, man. They eh. Hey. it's these it's, uncooked biscuits.
0: This is they last. This is it, man. This is. Th- well, so the dragon makes the most noise before it dies. Mm-hmm. It slashes that tail left and right, and that would be like what Trump is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he's having a fucking rally in Tulsa. If that ain't a tail slap, I ain't going out without a fight. <laughs> slap in the face, horseshit. I don't know what is. Um, So the technology is spying on us And I talked about this book On the phone last night And I opened my YouTube And it suggested uh, Chapo Trap House It's a very popular podcast Helped create Come Town Uh, But they are political Uh, Reviews White Fragility And I'm like I've never searched them Uh, (laughs) There's no reason for them to be in my suggestions Mm -hmm. But my phone knew Mm -hmm. It knew I wanted their book review and one of the points they made was that, uh, the way this lady describes racism is like original sin, where mm-hmm. it's like, it's never ending atonement for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: what do you think of the Trap House interview?
1: I didn't watch all of it. Um, I laughed the first I only got to five minutes, so that's the only part I'm gonna talk about, because I always find it bogus when motherfuckers talk about what they ain't seen. Uh, but, like, I found it funny, because I was like, oh, I don't know if they was really getting down with this book.
0: They didn't like it. They said yeah. the lady seemed like she, uh, the kind of person that doesn't know what it's like to have friends or human interactions. Uh, which, again, like, the point of the book is to say uh, this systemic racism exists, and how do we deal with that? But they were caught on the side of, like, I don't want to feel like I'm not a moral person. Yeah. I just want to be comfortable a, in my that's interactions. That's what I took
1: away from the first five minutes. Uh, and um, I was like, they not rocking with this. Like, and, you know, like, what I could tell was, was that they were these liberals who thought they were progressive who didn't want to own up to that and a lot of them to me that's the bigger problem well they my looked... biggest my biggest problem is not like oh the right wing like dude they've been talking the same shit since
0: forever since
1: i was before i was born we already know <laughs> it's young
0: We gotta <laughs> Well so these are the guys That think they're the cool Progressive liberals mm-hmm. And they look at the SJWs As being like Crazy Like they feel like They're moderate And everybody that's Left of them Or anything That just doesn't jive With their general mm-hmm. uh, You know Comfort uh, Is extremists
1: Cause they're pussy <laughs> I mean Because The whole thing is Is that they want to feel morally right because they feel like they have done all, quote unquote, the right thing. They
0: checked all the boxes. They checked
1: all the boxes. And it's like, dude, but the fact that you even checking the boxes, eh. Like D.L. Hughley <laughs> said when he was like, if you know how many niggas came up in your house this year, then you are definitely racist. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's like, it's like fam, like, come on. I could tell by the first five minutes, I was like, all right. That's the reason why I sent, like, ha-ha back. (laughs) Because I was like, oh, these motherfuckers. And those are the people that sometimes be the hardest to, like, make understand. To unwind.
0: Because they don't
1: want to separate. Because then they want to go into classism. And I'm like, I feel you. I feel you. But guess what? We getting our asses kicked... As a quote unquote minority of the United States, and we can't really help the cause of classism <laughs> if we're gonna you,
0: you know what we need is an alphabet, just like the gay community, LGBTQ. We're gonna have uh, <laughs> communism, uh, proletarian, liberal. We'll put all the letters together, uh, <laughs> and you'll be like, listen, umbrella. All right, I'm with your cause, but my cause is also important. Umbrella, all of this intertwines. Let's all work together. Mm -hmm. I think in time, as the culture gets smarter, and things are are progressing and getting better, Mm -hmm. even though it may not seem like it, it's it's major progress, uh, these invisible ideas, they'll be the next thing that gets canceled. Or maybe not the next thing, but I think eventually it'll be trendy to find invisible ideas... And to just be finished with them Mm -hmm. As the dialogue evolves Yeah Yeah. Now when I was in college 20 years ago uh, The article The Invisible Backpack Had just come out And the concept of white privilege Was like new Only people in academic uh, realms Knew of it And now the whole world Uses that terminology And this lady's like A few years ahead of What the culture's gotta catch up on What's gonna get disseminated you know yeah. over the next two generations or whatever. And the other
1: thing is is like after you read white fragility, read other like black authors. You know what I'm saying? Like, like who? Uh read like uh, some James Baldwin. Like I'll start you with some like James Baldwin or something like that. Um you could read some uh, Audre Lorde Lord uh read some
0: Iceberg Slim.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He'll give he you... He knows the white man. Yeah. That's one of the, like, low-key things to his thing. Because he deals with the system. And he's like, this is what the system is. And this is how you work around it. And I know this. He's like, I count on them to be racist.
1: If you... And that's how yeah. I
0: get... <laughs> uh,
1: if you, like, if you want to read some, like, black shit that is, like, funny and uh, fiction, read Paul Beatty's White Boy Shuffle. <laughs>
0: What was the book that you just poo-pooed? I saw on one of your stories, you gave a book review. over yours?
1: <laughs> oh, it was by this lady named T- Tamar Joyce, I think, called uh, something about integration or some shit. So I think I had got it for a class and I started reading it and I was like, man, this book, I didn't know anything about the author but I could tell by the book, I was like, oh, conservative wrote this because like it was everything about the failure of black revolutionaries, it was always like well, their ideas were stupid and it's like, no, <laughs> no the government took them out <laughs> like, what, like, like, what are you talking about like, it was a lack of like understanding each movement it was somebody from outside trying to, very outside very, very outside uh, try, it was just a terrible book terrible
0: book i think i'm gonna burn it so i watch this youtube channel called comics matter and he's a guy that's like uh calling out all the the cultural changes that are being mandated against comic books where it's like <laughs> spider-man's bisexual now okay. and so he'll say like why not just have a new bisexual character and tell a bisexual story that is you know indicative of their life why why take this old character now just suddenly he checks a box
1: but a lot of these characters like the other thing is some of these characters like they do if like some of these comic book heads be killing me because i'm like dude like the stories change based on the authors based on like time based on like who's doing the shit i don't know that much about comic books so i ain't gonna try to make myself look stupid but it's kind of like who gives a fuck like
0: people that read comic books want batman to be batman <laughs> they don't want but batman is... to suddenly be gay
1: suddenly be gay
0: now he's an asian gay person and alfred is black
1: that makes sense
0: <laughs> it does it mm-hmm. it is culturally updated dude
1: batman kept a twink around stop playing. <laughs> We stop playing. We're
0: going in comics code on it. Like, he's always been a pedal. He's Crystalia in a bat suit. With the cave. Yo, I am the one that sucks the knife. I am Batman. Stink, Chris. Hey, I hope your whole team gets fucked up.
1: I don't know, but dude, maybe they're trying to get him back for that last special.
0: <laughs> Worst special of 2020. Friend and Shop cried. Wait what? Brendan Schaub cried talking about the allegations. He just felt so betrayed and <laughs>
1: Hey. Hey, that motherfucker
0: got thick. <laughs> His clothing line is called thick. There's no bullshit. He really? sells thick boy clothes.
1: No, okay, bro.
0: <laughs> okay. Bro. Um, so this comic guy, he was talking about a comic. There's a new one about how Aquaboy is gay. And uh, he's black and he, he has an Asian gay boyfriend. What's live... with the gay <laughs> Asians? I don't know. Do you think Asians are super gay for some reason? That's like the prejudice of uh, liberalism, where it goes to, it gets too woke.
1: Yeah. When we're woke gonna, goes too far. We're gonna go gay. We're, we're just gonna do it all. At... Yo, yeah. Relax, yeah. relax. I do agree that there does need come up with some original like actual characters that are in that that. That's the r- part of their story. you a gay superhero, that'd
0: be fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You
1: don't... That's just lazy. That's just lazy PR people. It doesn't like, bug you we...
0: on some level, the idea of you look at a comic and Superman kissing Can we kissing make Thor trans next
1: time?
0: Can we... They made him a woman. Uh, but from what I hear, that was actually like a really good story. A lot of times their complaint is like, I would be fine with the changes if they were good storytellers, but the SJWs are also awful at writing. Like, they... They always write everybody as if they're perfectly powerful and they can't have any flaws because they're so social justice warrior. You know, gay character can't be flawed, black character can't be flawed, so they never have to overcome anything. And they're like, overcoming adversity is big, a big part of the human experience and storytelling. You just gotta put it in there or you just yeah. can't do this job. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah. he's
0: talking about gay aqua boy. And uh The only white characters in the book are bullies uh, and homophobes that try to beat up the character. (laughs) The drive a pickup truck. Uh, (laughs) Classic homophobes. Uh, (laughs) And uh, there's a lot of shit-talking white people in it, and he refers to that as racism. Now I previously would have fallen for this, but listening to you in this book, racism has to do with the system and power, mm-hmm. and if there's no power in play, it's not racism. It you can call it bigotry, I guess. Mm. Can you explain that a little bit better? I kind of abstractly have the I, the idea in my head enough that when he said that today, I went, "That's technically wrong. It is not racism uh, to be bashing the white people because there's no position of power to affect white people."
1: Yeah, because like, yeah. So, like, racism is a part of every system, right? Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You could be like, oh, she tripping. it could be, yeah. tell me a system that there is no racism and I'll be shocked. And not just in the United States, across the globe. There, you know, so, um, but it's just systemic, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who is oppressive Now you can do some shit that's bogus And it can be discriminatory And it's part of A racist system But that person is a
0: bigot You get what I'm saying? So the ones that are name calling Or like actively Intentionally being racist Those are bigots And then people that genuinely think of themselves as good moral people, but they're participating in a system that distributes power uh, not equally or not inequably. Yeah. (laughs) With no equity. Equitably? That's the word. Equitably. Mm. They're participants in a racist system. Yeah. Or power structure. Uh, And so you can't be racist toward white people. Right. But you can be bigoted. Yes. (laughs) And it feels like that idea should be made a lot clearer. Because uh, that's a lot of the conversation is like, oh, it's reverse racism.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're like... Like, I would see uh, on Twitter the other day, I saw like a pink-haired girl crying. And she was saying, anyone that has a Confederate flag is racist 100%. And she's sobbing. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would look at her as an insane fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And she is. <laughs> but I understand now that she is actually technically right. <laughs> she's just... uh going about it in a completely insane and deranged that way and shit
1: is so fucking corny like I think like what's I, I think the confederate flag is so corny like the, you know where it came from why are you holding on to that
0: like, know, how come there's not people holding on to british flags <laughs> like, we were a colony first What's funny it's is, our heritage is that they
1: get, those are the same people that get mad when they see like a Mexican or a Puerto Rican have their flag up. Like, You're <laughs>
0: I'm so insensitive oh
1: it's oh, weird man it's weird it's like you don't see the hypocrisy in that okay <laughs> so, you don't own no mirrors huh
0: alright you want to pack up a bowl and uh let's shift gears and and talk about the riots
1: all
0: right um (laughs) there was a lot of unfocused anger which is good and important because that gets the point across that something needs to change but then at a certain point it becomes like so what are the demands yeah and there weren't a lot of people articulating uh what should change because it's not about that one case. It's not about a racist cop. No,
1: people. No, I saw a lot of people take shit to their police departments and their mayor and sent shit and wrote shit in. I know a lot of people had, like, different uh, little, uh, like, things that you wanted incorporated. There was, like, the
0: eight changes people wanted. Yeah,
1: and you could send them to your representatives and shit like that. And I know a lot of people was doing that. I know people in Aurora met with the police chief and the mayor um, and then the police chief went on vacation and people were super pissed. They was like, Hey, in the middle of us <laughs> trying to figure yeah, this right shit now. out. Your bitch golfing. ass wanna go on she wants to go on vacation. Um, Which I get it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna go on it too.
1: After a car you know, Aurora had they little they had their little shit pop off a little bit. You right know by, what by the riverboat
0: Yeah. We tore down some ladies' dojo. She was home, heard the news and ran to her dojo to defend it.
1: Hey, La Quinta is still up, though. Best
0: Mexican. (laughs) Shout out to La Quinta. (laughs) Aurora is where I went to high school. Um, So I think that the conversation that needed to be had or that needs to be had is that we're not doing policing the right way. Right. And I'm very... I don't
1: know, not to interrupt you, but to... I don't know if you saw, but a lot of... um, A lot of people um, have outlined what they think policing should happen, what defunding the police looks like, all that type of shit. So I think that that's one of the things that people got to get out of their head, like, oh, they don't know what they want. No, people, there's a lot of clear outlines of what. Uh, people want and, uh, and, and funding the police isn't getting rid of the, rid police. Of the police it's actually escalating it, them from
0: a standing army <laughs>
1: yeah and i think that police need to like step back from their ego and really listen and take and take it in because people are basically saying y'all trying to do too much <laughs> no for real like that's what it essentially is saying like y'all can't come to a situation that's for a mental health patient and not have the you don't know what to do. Not have the
0: capacity for have, it. Yeah.
1: And then now you do done tased some kid that has something or a mental health. It's something. like you're using
0: one solution for every problem. Every problem.
1: You know what I'm saying? And it's like, they should step back and be like, you know what? If we talking about it in this regard, then yeah, okay, we get that. Maybe we do need to take some of this shit off our plate. Maybe we do need to have officers that are focused primarily on specific issues. And that's what people are trying to talk about. And they taking it... Like, stop stop juicing for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take your hands off the take, yeah. take a breath. I know you're triggered. Take a breath. And listen to what we're saying. We're saying that y'all are getting... Bogged.
0: And this is for everybody's good. Yeah. And it, disproportionately, more black people get killed by cops than white people. But on the whole, more white people get killed by cops
1: Yo, than black you. people.
0: I well, have, so for everybody's safety, For two,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> let me tell you, I have a friend. She's conservative. One of my good homies, white lady, Christian, conservative. But like we connected because she was like, oh, "I'm from Philadelphia." The like, yeah, it's like my favorite football team is Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Shout out to Brandon B. Hurt. Philly. Yeah. And so, um, fuck Kevin Hart.
1: don't do that don't do that and so uh soy burger
0: ass
1: (laughs) and so um she hit me up and she was like no i see what you're posting and she's like no i feel you and then she sent me the story of her godson godson was murdered by the police and it was a white boy and i went to her friend's page that she had dedicated to her son and it was all these shootings that happened by the police of unarmed Like her son was unarmed A jittery cop He was like oh it was an accident They let him off Like let him off And just, her son was 17 years old Like about to go off to college and shit Like well, just, This is where
0: we gotta unpack a lot of different issues
1: and, <laughs> and so like She was like I understand And I agree And so like the whole page was of these shootings Since that happened And it's just like Damn, like, all right, you got Black Lives Matter, but all y'all talking about, like, well, white people get shot by the cops. Why aren't y'all out there? Because they're protesting for something that will benefit you. Those,
0: yeah. In larger numbers. Yeah. You still get the best uh, <laughs> bang for your bucket. <laughs> yeah. You still win out of this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, it's like, no, we know it's happening to you because if it's happening to us, it's going to happen to you.
0: Because the problem. While racism is at play, the Mm -hmm. problem isn't necessarily racism, it's policing is not being done the right way. Mm -hmm. Across the board, Mm -hmm. we need to restructure the way we do policing Mm -hmm. because it's too violent. One last thing about the white people being shot more, it's like, all right, well, then how come the news never covers that? Now, I don't watch the news that much, so maybe I'm a bad person. Do you watch the news more than me? I don't remember it since I tuned out. No,
1: but I do remember there was a time where... You know Black Lives Matter was marching for the white people that were shot, and um uh, no news station reported
0: about it they didn't cover they didn't cover because it doesn't fit yeah. <laughs> their was, narrative yeah their divisive narrative
1: they was out there for this one white boy you're liberal, thought, but
0: you got a narrative who
1: thought they thought it would he had a gun in with his cell phone, and it was a white dude, and they went out there and marched for him peacefully
0: I want to say John Stewart said a thing where he's like the divide isn't liberal and conservative he's like. There's a bigger difference between people who have kids and people who don't have kids than there is between liberal and conservative. We're all basically want the same thing of like opportunity, safety, uh, the ability to move forward. and pro- We're all basically on the same page about all that. Yeah. So the real argument should be justice versus injustice. And we should all be against injustice for the common board, for the common yeah. good across the board. But it's hard to report on that because that becomes an issue rather than a long-running narrative line. There's
1: been protests uh, uh, across the nation the past week, peaceful protests across the nation and worldwide. No riots, no looting. I ain't hear No real conversation. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you. I got a new TV. <coughs> I'm big balling, you know what I'm saying? Got the new TV, got the whole set up. the Bam, everything. It's My COVID, channel, you got time too. It, yeah. Channel set to news station. So before I hit an app, it's news. Now I watch that for a little <coughs> bit. And all this week, online, I'm following where protests are happening, what's going on. They had a peaceful protest here. I go watch the news. Doom, gloom, blood, and slut Like, it's like, dude, like, y'all really are into trauma porn Like, y'all was only Into
0: traumatizing the population Yeah Which is not good You're uh, (laughs) emotionally traumatizing the population And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying you have to report soft stuff Mm -hmm. I'm saying you have to not hype up a false uh, narrative and dichotomy For the sake of pushing an agenda so one of the changes that should come out of this uh, should be media coverage of police and police brutality across the board. Let's get a lot more informed about this issue across the board and not just when it happens to a black kid. Yes. Um, I'll give you some of my hot take answers to solve police brutality. Uh, one is uh, they should be like the fire department. They come when you call them. You don't call them, they don't come. I don't like the idea of an occupying force Like I get scared when I see a cop around Even yeah. if I haven't done nothing Yeah <clears throat> Now I don't know if that's reasonable I don't know how much crime gets prevented by them being patrolling But I think that would be nice I proposed a two, two-tier system uh, Regular cops who handle most situations Domestic violence, everything you need a cop for Theft These guys are there to de-escalate the situation and arrest you Mm -hmm. If you do not comply, then we call the second tier, which is the murder cops. Mm -hmm. And they're allowed to use whatever force is necessary (laughs) for the situation. But those first guys got little shields (laughs) and no no automatic rifles. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I think if we're a general pop, if we're a peaceful population, it should be agreeable and amenable. That that is the majority of the police force, mm-hmm. and we can make room for the extreme police force in mm-hmm. extreme situations. Mm-hmm. Now, the argument's going to be, like, a situation turns extreme real quick. Yeah. I don't know. I think, <laughs> like, there's going to have to be some kind of concession made because right now we're applying extreme force to every Everything. situation. And I'd rather have okay. moderate force applied to every situation and extreme force used moderately... And part of signing up for a cop is you might have to eat it... A majority of ...if that of shit comes up.
1: Our people in jail... ...are for nonviolent crimes.
0: Which part of how policing changed was... Uh, ...it shifted to the drug war. And so rather than retroactively solving crimes, which takes time... ...you just go after reaching in a guy's pocket... ...and whoever racks up the most arrests gets promoted the fastest... So it promotes a culture of Mm -hmm. uh, short-term gain, and you're ignoring what I would deem real crime, or, Mm -hmm. like, you should solve things. You should figure out what happened uh, more than I care if somebody has drugs in their pocket.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so I think there's a lot of shit that I'm just, like, as far as I'm concerned, you gotta... Like you said, you've been saying, like, you gotta change the whole system, because a lot of times, I've seen situations where... Cops have not taking something seriously, and it's like, yo, dude, like this shit is fucked up, and y'all are just kind of, whatever, lackadaisical. And then I've seen instances where the cops went way overboard, and it's like, yo, for that.
0: And sentences for drugs. If you get busted just for drugs, yeah. like you're not killing a guy, you're not, ro- you're just, high. Yeah. well, even if you're robbing. But if you're not killing someone, if you're just <laughs> a drug addict, uh, forced 30 days of jail, sobriety, and therapy, mm-hmm. you're locked up in a cell. There's no way you're getting drugs. You're mm-hmm. getting sober. And maybe more than 30 days, maybe mm-hmm. three months. And then you get out.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
0: no need to tack on years uh, and years. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you get popped for that three times, all right, well, then we could talk about years. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know... How badly do you want to be a drug addict? Yeah. uh, You know, people seem to want to get sober.
1: Yeah. So, it's kind of like. So, yeah. My
0: wife and my baby. (laughs) I tried to talk to my wife about the book, and she immediately hit me with everything that the lady in the book said that, you know, the people would say to her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm not prepared get, for this conversation. People, <laughs>
1: people get there when they get there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to fight. Yeah, because like, it's so funny because these conversations ain't no ain't no thing to me because I just been I've always had these not always these type of conversations but you know what I'm saying I've always had conversations about race like because. I was a teacher and I went to college and like oftentimes I was the only black or whatever it may be so I always like I remember one time I was in an education class in college and we were talking about um, like different activities and in ways to engage different uh, cultures or whatever and this one girl goes and yeah and so like with colored students And my professor goes, "Excuse me," she's like, "What did you just say?" And she said, "Coloreds." And she was like, "She's like, I haven't heard that since the 1964." She was like, "And I grew up during it. I remember integration." She's like, "Don't you ever (laughs) say any?" And and this is an older white lady, but she was just like, "What the fuck did you just say?" What the fuck did you
0: just say? One thing they throw in this book that caught me off guard, I'd never heard the term Latinx. Latinx. Do you know what that is? Mm -hmm. What is the X for? This is not me trying to be some kind of bigot. Fuck them. I'm just like, I just don't know. I didn't know. This is a terminology.
1: Hey, that's what they... I don't know either, fam. I don't know. Unknown? Like, different... You know what I'm saying? Because some Latin cultures are not necessarily Hispanic. So you don't want to use Hispanic. And then, so yeah, I, I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I just try to be respectful. You know what I'm saying? But um, no, the, it's a...
0: Uh, How do you feel when the Mexicans are talking about Latino rights? They're like, would you shut the fuck up? We're trying to work on our thing. Just like the classes people are doing to the black people. Do they, are they? Honestly,
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah.
0: They are gonna be like the transgenders where they break out? Where it was like, you know, 60, 70 years of work for gay people and then trans was like, bam, I'm here! Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: no, man. Uh, no, I just think that it's not even on some, like, fuck everybody else. It's like, nah, man, we really need to have this conversation about this shit that's been going on since we got here. <laughs> Like, I know when y'all got here, but, like, this is, like, my great-great-great-grandmama. Like, please, can can we can we fix some shit? <laughs> we got to wrap this
0: up first. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take care of you. I, I promise.
1: <laughs> like, we black and brown love, but please, can we please?
0: Can you imagine this that? This will
1: move and help y'all. Trust and believe.
0: Can you imagine that snub? If white people, like, got super woke about Latina... Issues and started like <laughs> changing everything the way you always dreamed and hoped and wished that they would for Mexicans. <laughs>
1: <coughs> well, um, <coughs> that's what Florida is for, right? <coughs> yes. Florida and Texas and, and, and Arizona. Gaitas. All them Latinos out there, Latinx, whatever, a lot of them be... It's starting to turn, <coughs> turn now. Um, and the new uh, generation of Cubans that's there in Florida, they're not as conservative for a while. Uh, a lot of Cubans there consider themselves white. And then when people started to really get quote unquote woke and started to look at uh, Fidel Castro and his regime, looking at it like it was fucked up. But you know what? Some it wasn't all bad cause the regime that was in was keeping us down and I mean granted Fidel kept us all down (laughs) (laughs) but some of that was through embargo and all that shit um and so I think that there's a different history behind it now where they're like you know what nah like that was a part of the problem like you know racism and classism was very huge in Cuba and Cuban culture so the Latin uh uh, Latinx community down there is like shifting towards more progressive uh shit. And then in Texas, you know, it's it's a mixed bag. It depends on where they live. it's you know, but a lot of Latinx community there's a that will assimilate they, to white. Are these
0: Mexicans self-segregating? Hell yeah. yeah, they buy up a block. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, man,
1: they don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> if it, the only business everybody know to do is make tacos, they putting up 30 tacos. Stop playing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even from, hey, I'm from Aurora. If you, if you go to Aurora, Illinois, so, and I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it at all.
0: Policing. Um, it's an incredibly hard job.
1: hmm
0: I'm a chicken guy. I said this on a different podcast. I make chicken, I bake chicken, I smoke. That's what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. And my life doesn't stop when I get to work. And sometimes I get frustrated dealing with these customers. Mm -hmm. Customers that just want chicken. Mm -hmm. It should be a simple enough thing to deal with. But sometimes I want to kill them. If I had Mm -hmm. the power that a cop had, if I had their monopoly on violence, I would surely be pistol whipping some of these (laughs) customers over their shitty attitudes toward chicken. And a cop's job is a lot harder because you're pulling over people and they're like, what the fuck did you pull me over for? What the fuck? And you're seeing the worst parts of society and domestic abuse and, like,
1: trauma, trauma, trauma. Not all the time.
0: Well, my point is, like...
1: Not all the time.
0: You can't deal with that all the time and be expected to make (coughs) the right decision all the time. (coughs) And part of the change might have to be a week on, a week off, or something to psychologically deal with the trauma of doing the job.
1: (coughs) I agree with that, but those are weed coughs, everybody.
0: <laughs>
1: but I will say this. There are cops looking for action. So some of them might be like, well, I only got this
0: week so another, on. Another issue that needs to be addressed is getting rid of sociopaths <laughs> that are just there to beat on people. Yeah. because that is that what we are? We're here to beat on people? That's what you're looking for? Some enforcers? With the mob? Yeah. We need to root those people out more.
1: But that's what they want, because they want that money. Cabs, cabs, everything they do is tied to... They, like, cabs give you a ticket like they're selling you a car. Like, I could give you this, but for you, I'm well, just going to make it I'm this. I'm going to put you <laughs> in <a> speeding.
0: <laughs> I'm going to put it at five over. But you're going to have to come to court. Yeah. And show your insurance. <laughs> um... <clears throat> It is a problem with that they need to make money and that they don't make enough money. Because if mm-hmm. your life is fucked up, if, like, you know, your brother-in-law is spun out and has Wait. a drinking problem, you can't call off a of work to deal with life. So you got your trauma and you bringing it to work. You can't bring that to work. Yeah. They, You want to talk about you can't have bad apples? Well... You need to provide a situation where when you're a bad apple and everybody gets there just going through life,
1: but I also you think cannot that's, go to work. I also think that's in hand, but I also think that goes with the idea of separating into different departments of what you're doing so that there's specialization, so that people who are in that are specializing in it. And so that way, when you get that specialization there... And having to force people to study and train for specific situations it'll create an environment where people want to go into that field see the thing is, is that it's not a police, diverse enough field yeah yeah it's
0: just policing <laughs> yeah
1: you know now right now policing Swap. is basically some cities it's like there are some cops they do it because they want to see and make a change and be a good part of the community and then there are some cops who tried to get into such and such work, but they couldn't get in, so they became cops. There are some that went to college and became like, but all of them, there's the fucking Vin Diesel wannabe bro, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? You got aggro,
0: f- bro. Yeah, you I'm know what based. I'm
1: saying. And. It's like the... Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, y'all got AC Slaters all across this damn...
0: Playing ACDC as they drive yeah. down the street.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got all these motherfuckers across here, and
0: well, you so expecting
1: them to be smart. Like Drinking and says. driving
0: is a problem. There should be a drinking and driving squad. That's yeah. all they do is they go out and they look for dr- drunk drivers... And if you're a regular cop and you happen to see someone, you call it in, you follow Mm -hmm. them till the drinking Mm -hmm. and driving cop arrives, Mm -hmm. and then you leave the situation. If you Mm -hmm. gotta pull them over, you gotta pull them over, but you wait till the the drunk cop arrives. Domestic abuse. You can pretty much it's it's an identifiable enough crime. Yeah. There can be a domestic abuse department. Yeah. Theft, that's where you you escalate a little bit more. All right. Maybe these guys have guns but the other ones don't, you know. And that means more jobs. Yeah. And more fields.
1: And more training, more education. Like, I mean, dude, like, it's a...
0: Bureaucracy a, is jobs. Less... I know you hate it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you want one solution for everything, but let's employ people to do specialty fields because we're advanced enough as a make civilization a TV, in the a country. Make a TV
1: show about it.
0: The drunk cops is going to be the most popular, like they had the college one. Yeah. That was all DUI cops.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like...
0: Like a murder s- squad that can pick mar- and solve murders. I
1: was thinking about like how much TV is geared towards like cop propaganda.
0: You know also, what I'm saying? One of those invisible things is that we're a militaristic country.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So our toys are action figures with guns, soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, we glorify
1: these poor kids. We glorify
0: guns and killed. war and and country. And you get indoctrinated into that war mentality.
1: Yeah.
0: Which I'm not asking it to stop. I'm just saying it's there. (laughs) The U.S. Blew my mind when I heard about it. The U.S.
1: ain't never did shit without force. The U.S. is a bully. Fuck out
0: of here. You you want us to be evil like China? (laughs) We're just going to come over and subvert you. Which I'm sure we do plenty of that. I'm sure as many ways as there are to do evil, we do that. Yeah, At the exact in terrible same time.
1: Leaders that end up slaughtering the people that you <laughs> thought you were going to save, and you gave no fucks because you got out what you wanted out of the deal. There's a multitude of different instances in United States history where that has happened. Putting up shadow and puppet governance, knowing that it's going to collapse and be fucked up and be like, oh, well. By the time it gets fucked up, nobody's gonna remember that we did that shit
0: anyway. <laughs> Especially with the the news moving fast today. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna close out with this. Uh, unless you know you got anything, don't let me don't let me limit your voice. As a straight white male, you don't, don't let me. Oh my like, yeah, don't patronize me
1: like
0: this. <laughs> well, the white lady in white fragility had to say to her friend like. I apologize for my whiteness and any blah, blah, but, blah. But was the
1: black lady that did the tours with, tours with her, was she on the book cover? Did no. She, did she make it? Uh-oh. No. Uh-oh. No, she got you a gave her by, one more thing to feel guilty about. Dyson and then and, and bounced. <laughs> and now you doing all these seminars, dude. I started listening to that book and shit. and um, started the audiobooks. And, uh, Fam all these ads for like different seminars and i was like dude i don't need a white fragility seminar that's
0: one thing uh i
1: would go there with like popcorn and just sit in the back and watch
0: chapo trap house pointed this out is that this lady is promoting an industry and that she's saying there's no
1: No, she's not promoting an industry she's tapping into an industry it already existed
0: right well she's saying there's no cure there's only treatment and my book is part of the treatment and it's a problem that, you know, she's invested in not actually ending the problem, mm-hmm. because her job depends on the problem continuing to exist.
1: Right, right. And she's that's not going to negate so, the necessity right, so of her honestly, own existence. With this book, that's the reason why I said it's going to be a couple of little diversity bullshits, and then it's going to be done. Is because I was like, dude, y'all are heralding a book made by a white lady. Telling y'all how white y'all are, (laughs) but y'all will not read a book by a black author that's telling y'all how white y'all are. Like, dude, in the act of making that so popping that people couldn't had to wait to get it. If you don't see that veil, that the irony of that, and that's the reason why I lag. She should have called that out in the book. The idea of This whole thing That's the reason why I joke about it Because the capitalistic Nature of society Inherently Benefited A white woman Off (laughs) Black people's Oppressed Shit That black people Have been saying In a multitude of works For uh, For ages For ages
0: (laughs) Oh good She gets the credit Well I'm glad the idea's out But uh, (laughs) Typical
1: and then I was like, "Let me get Dyson to write this little forward. four <clears> pages, <throat> five pages."
0: She cucked Dyson, she said Come here, Uncle Tom. Come co-sign this. I, I got, got this. Got I'm the co- savior. Let me hey, save you guys.
1: Hey, welcome, um, Give me a little Tom, co-sign. That was about that money. You
0: know what I'm saying? Millionaires. Yeah. Fucking no, they rich all show for
1: the different corporate media fucks anyway.
0: I wanted uh, to close out. With uh, the shit that we've been seeing on Facebook So What?
1: There's been a lot of friends. I'm gonna what throw my
0: it? buddy Johnny P under the bus he, he wrote If you don't understand systemic racism Get the fuck off of my Facebook I don't want to be friends with you anymore <laughs> And he's like read a book If you don't get it And, and I Johnny was, P ain't
1: never read
0: a book Holy Johnny I promise you, you couldn't explain it to me and if I called you right now And said hey man What's What is this?" That He couldn't Couldn't articulate it For a minute It's like You know <laughs> uh, Bruh You know Everything I mean, man Yeah everything <laughs> But there was a lot of vitriol um, And so it was like That's part of the thing You can't trust When shit starts happening Where you're like Alright let's, let's wait And see how much Of this is fucking bullshit and one of those first red flags was like as soon as people started talking about how to be an ally or like articulating this, these are the changes we want. Yo, that's when it started well, some dropping white off. Are really
1: doing too much. Can I, can, bro?
0: I, I want to hear your reaction Yo, to. some of
1: y'all are really doing the most right now. <laughs> like, educate yourself first off. I nobody wants to hear white people cry about the time that they laughed at their friend Johnny. At a sleepover in 1993 where somebody called him a nigger and then you laughed and you were 10 years old and you wished that somebody had said something and you wish you had said something. You, you felt sober. victimized
0: in the situation. Alright,
1: alright bro. Okay. We get it. It's about you now. Shut your bitch ass up.
0: Those are white lady tears. Like. That's the Facebook version of white lady tears. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like enough. Is, like And it's just like. You know, people who think they got a, I don't know, an invite to whatever this proverbial cookout is, thinking, you know, doing these corny ass, whack ass jokes that they think black people want, like, it's just white people, y'all doing too much. Here's what we want y'all to do, okay? We want y'all to get, number one, get motherfuckers, get get off y'all lazy asses and vote. 'Cause y'all be scattered everywhere. We need y'all, motherfuckers, to vote. I'm dead-ass serious. I know it sounds stupid, but just try it. It can't hurt. It can't hurt. It can only help. (laughs) I'm saying, dude, like, you gotta reach, so I gotta say.
0: I'm scared to vote. Coronavirus.
1: Man, fuck that. (laughs) We might be in the end times, baby. I'm going there in a bubble.
0: (laughs) This may be (laughs) the end. Uh, I'll mail it in.
1: I'll mail whatever I gotta do, but um, and then it's like fucking hey, hate find, Joe Biden, hey, and then, fucking hate
0: Donald Trump, hate fucking hate the fucking system.
1: And then, but then the other thing is, is like make sure y'all, you know, look out for the communities and support, you know, <clears throat> y'all.
2: Who are you when saying? When you
1: gentrify, go to the local community spots that you are gentrifying. Don't be like, man, I wish there was da-da-da here. No, nah, man, like, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of y'all motherfuckers be going like, oh, this is a cool neighborhood. This is where da-da-da. But by the time it's that cool neighborhood, you you done slept on it. And you live there. And it's been super gentrified. So all the cool shit is gone because they can't <laughs> afford it no more. So, like, <laughs> support local people. Well, men, that's, so.
0: that's sampling black culture. That's yeah. like on YouTube. No,
1: that's every culture.
0: On YouTube right now, "simp" is uh, a hot word, and it's like that's 2014 language in the black yeah. community. But you know they got it now, so they're running with it. The moment is past. Like if you're invested in being cool,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get a <clears throat> uh, Yeah, people, people don't know how to quite tap into the culture. Until the, and when somebody finally does and brings it to the forefront, is usually an agent of the state, somebody like Drake. <laughs> is an agent. Drake is an for agent. For Canada?
0: Yeah. Who's the agent for? I know he's a pedo. He's trying to, uh, he was grooming 11 from Stranger Things. Is that true? That's what I heard. It's all DMs and shit.
1: Word. That makes sense.
0: He ain't been uh, canceled for it yet, but <laughs> it's floating around. Oh, yeah. Chris D'Elia, he may be next.
1: They ain't about to cancel Crystalia.
0: Oh, he's over. He's fucking over. Ain't
1: his dad in the industry, though?
0: Was he going to come back as the Dane Cook guy? You think you could be silly after something like this? It's like, you got to talk about it. If you're a comic, if you're any Look kind of comic, CK? he at least talked about it. Might not have been as much as you want or what did you want him to hey, say, wait, but he talked about wait. it.
1: Chris Did you see Chris D'Elia's uh, Statement
0: Yeah He was like I never intentionally tried But One was 16 And one was 14 And they were Oh
1: wait There was I, I, Cause all the stuff I saw I was like Oh they were 18 They were 19 I was like That's fucked up But damn
0: A lot like, of them Were was... between 17 and 19 Which was legal In the particular areas He was at But again Just being 30 mm-hmm. And targeting 17 mm-hmm. year olds On like Tinder apps mm-hmm. That's some fuck shit <laughs>
1: No, it is.
0: But it then is. some of them also turned out to be 14 and shit. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, he was... If it had been lower, he would have went lower. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was...
0: If the app would have allowed him to be that kind of monster... Yeah. <laughs> he would have been. And they say he was taking pictures of them, and hopefully this will come out in court, that there's a a, group of comedians in a uh, group chat, mm-hmm. and he sends pictures of them with memes, making fun of them after he bangs all these different girls. And he's been married for a, win- for a minute, so, uh, uh, your girl gonna take half of that money? What's going on with that marriage right there? And he got a baby. Recent baby.
1: Did he get herpes? I'm
0: sure he got everything. everything. Everything?
1: Everything. Damn.
0: So, I don't know. Closing thoughts. Uh, I believe white culture is real and that it needs to be articulated hey, in a new direction.
1: Yeah, and the people in Ian's comment section, y'all bumps. I was so <laughs> disappointed. I thought I was going to see a good response.
0: Well, so on I, Facebook, I was going to
1: see hockey. People
0: don't know what you're talking about. On Facebook, I put out a question. Question to my whites. How would you describe uh, white culture? I think I put like, or habits or something. Like some caveat to help people
2: Yeah.
0: kind of rein it in because I knew immediately people were just going to go, there is no white culture. We're just... We're all individual. Mm -hmm. We're just American. All right, well, how come there's a black culture, and they're American, and a Mexican culture, and they're American? There's not a white culture, because you're the standard for what American is, but you don't see that as a culture. Whatever you're defining as American culture, that's what your white culture is.
1: What do you call that, WASP? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they assimilated to WASP. Like, all of those immigrants assimilated to WASP in some regards, the Italians did it, the Irish did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like Italians are fighting over the Christopher Columbus statue in South Philly,
0: fam. Well, in past a couple generations, you got to just integrate. <clears throat> I'm on that with <clears throat> being an American. It's cool They used to be Italian, but you got to get with being an American. And uh I've lost my train of
1: thought. But, right but fam, what I'm saying is, y'all are. Oh, Christopher Columbus. I'm like, he didn't even sail for Italy, though. Well, people don't for-
0: want to know the truth about Christopher Columbus. He was a monster. I like the stories I heard in school when I was being indoctrinated. <laughs> when I was pledging allegiance to the flag for one nation under God, indivisible. I'm just
1: saying, like, it doesn't, like, I'm like. Liberty like, and justice for fam, all? Okay. okay <laughs> for all? Okay. Okay. <laughs> they were indoctrinated. But I know they bitch asses that were out there trying to guard the fucking christopher columbus statue watch sopranos i guarantee you they did and sopranos did an episode called christopher and <laughs> what do they call out christopher columbus i know they bitch asses you know italians love
0: sopranos they love sopranos <laughs> it defines them as a people
1: why y'all like being thugs
0: <laughs> how's it feel to hear that hi huh, italians how's it feel to be thugs
1: no they know what like it is Like to call black
0: people thugs How does it feel to be You just aspire to be thugs A bunch of mobsters dude, A bunch of Persians
1: Dude we call t-shirts After an uh, uh, Italian racial slur Dagos
0: <laughs> My wife beat her Yeah But past a couple generations you Stop claiming that And just start claiming American And uh <laughs> I'm a white American uh,
1: But why? Why do you have to lose that? You can be American and hold on to that because that's the whole purpose of America, ain't
0: it? I feel like you got to let things go. You should be aware of it. uh, But you want to be more present than you are informed by the past. That's kind of my basic way of going through life. It's more about adjusting to the present than uh, holding on to anything. You can let go. We can talk about mental health, teaching people to uh, know how to have mental health, how to rein in their emotions and not just live at the whims of their emotions. These are broader social We're, invisible it, issues it, that it, need it, to be it addressed.
1: It'd be fun to live at the end of your emotions
0: though. Cancel yeah, invisible it. culture.
1: Hey, cancel cancel culture. <laughs> can we cancel cancel culture?
0: It it was it's in its dying throes. No. They got a big one with yeah, Crystal
1: Bro, here's the thing. Y'all trying to cancel people with money already.
0: When they,
1: <laughs> when they trash as human Don't make hands. them go after
0: broke people. I'll be fucked. <laughs> you
1: already fucked.
0: <laughs> Don't take my chicken job away, God damn it. Let me get millions first. Can I get enough to retire? I'll live quietly. <laughs> you
1: live quietly? No.
0: No, I mean, I'll spaz on the internet, but I don't need to have a fucking mansion. (laughs) If I can just take care of the family in humble means, (laughs) I'll be the wildest person you've ever met. No, I feel you. Real talk, I feel you
1: on that, though. I do.
0: We should talk about Chappelle.
1: Yes, we should.
0: Um, (laughs) Don Lemon uh, responded to him. (laughs) I'm... Canceled from Twitter because of Don Lemon. I called him an Uncle Tom and he reported me. <laughs> Fucking bitch ass. I called him and Charlemagne that. Why? Uh, because of the way they cover Kanye. Where they threw him under the bus and they just completely misunderstood his situation about like.
1: And then afterwards ran to do interviews with
0: him. Right. Charlemagne but did it. Charlemagne was so calculated where he held off on throwing Kanye under the bus until the interview came out mm-hmm. and then he went. I'm going on a tour, because then I'm starting an HBO show based off of Kanye's an idiot.
1: But then, his rape allegations came out.
0: Which, and so I know he didn't report me, because on a different account, I've thrown his rape allegations at him a million times, and he's never reported me. So Mm -hmm. it had to have been Don Lemon's ass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They reported me for calling him an Uncle Tom, because he was misreporting on Kanye West, saying that slavery was a choice. Shouldn't be, you're, you're an adult, a thinking human, shouldn't be that hard to understand what I was saying, Don. Fuck Don Lemon.
1: Okay, so Chappelle.
0: So Don Lemon reported, or responded, and they said that Dave Chappelle released a new Netflix special. He didn't. He did release this on Netflix's YouTube account, mm-hmm. but he released it for free to the YouTube community. Mm-hmm. Or to everybody. Mm-hmm. It was just a twenty-minute special called "What Was It?" Eight minutes and 846. 846, eight forty-six. Eight forty-six minutes, forty-six seconds, about uh, George Floyd mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> the riots and everything going on. Yeah. And one thing I really loved about it, uh, well, we gotta talk a lot about Chappelle. Yeah. Uh, those. Those fucking dumbass celebrities did the black and white video of, like, I take responsibility.
1: Oh, that shit.
0: Which is like, oh, hey, oh, good, we got a PSA from you. I guess we can all relax and go, go home because it's taken care of.
1: That, that parody that you put up?
0: <laughs> you mean the one that Kurt Metzger stole from me? This is now twice in two months that Kurt oh. Metzger has stolen from me. You got one more time, Kurt. I'm coming for your fucking throat. I like you, but you keep stealing from me. I will slit your fucking throat, Kurt. I didn't know he'd he took something in Lewis's cartoon. That's saw
1: yours, so yeah.
0: Yeah, but Joe Rogan played his. That's uh... <laughs> like that white lady getting the book deal. I was like, oh yeah, because you know he's established. Let's go with his, and he doesn't talk shit about people. Let's <laughs> let's go with the safe guy. Um, so that was really tone deaf,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and really uh, they don't realize how much they're playing into the system. and just fucking it's just wrong and Chappelle had the where the whereabouts to say like now is not the time to hear from celebrities the streets Mm -hmm. are speaking this isn't about me and people ask me to say that I'm gonna say something but I'm here to listen because you guys are the ones that are telling me
1: yeah does he get
0: it I don't know if I got a broader point other than like he was the first one he articulated it the right way yeah yeah He called out that white lady that said, what did she say? Like, LeBron's just shut up and dribble?
1: Yeah.
0: While some football player was being called out. Uh,
1: It was, because, you know, Ian don't follow no sports. I follow nothing. But if you do follow sports, uh, undisputed with Shannon Sharp and Skip has been killing it. Uh, But anyways, yeah, so she told uh, LeBron that he need to shut up and dribble when he called Donald Trump a bomb. Uh oh. Yeah. And uh and news, then when news Drew reporters news and,
0: reporters act like they got all the integrity in the world.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, but, you telling the truth? And then Drew, I should shut the fuck up because you telling the truth.
1: And so then Drew Brees he said you know kneeling is against the flag and da 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 and my grandfather was in World War Two and blah 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 and she was like oh. He's an American, and he has a right to his opinion as an American, da da da, da. And everybody's like, bitch, wait, hold up.
0: <laughs> well, she responded to Chappelle in a tweet and said, I'm flattered that I was mentioned in one of his historic specials, that's power. So she's just like, I've sold out to the game. I play the game. I'm making game-playing power moves. You can't catch me. I'm here to be evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you told on yourself, bitch.
1: So did Candace Owens. She basically said something along those lines.
0: One of the things Chappelle said in his and older... And so did
1: Don Lemon. They all um, loved it. And it's like, no, you, you think that we're stupid, though. <laughs> like, you think we watch Most that... Most people
0: and- are. The news appeals to the lowest IQ. That's the standard of propaganda. True. True. Mind Kampf, Chapter 5. Go yep. learn your rules of propaganda. Say little and say it a lot. Always yeah. appeal to their emotions. Speak to the dumbest people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> accuse people of things that you're guilty of. Of.
1: Yep. So projection. They accuse these
0: people of racism, but they can't acknowledge any inherent within broadcasting. Chappelle said something really dope a couple, special, a couple specials ago. And this is an idea that I hope he unpacks in his next special, because it's really important.
1: Projection? You got you, A lot of projection, man. Like, all of the... Like, the press secretary...
0: People are usually guilty of the things they accuse you of. Someone's first, calling me some a lot. I go, oh, you got an issue with that.
1: Yo, I had a conservative come at me when I made fun of the new press secretary. And <laughs> I was in my stories. I was like, look at this bitch, y'all. I was like, y'all know why. She, I was like, hold up. And I posted a picture of him. I said, y'all know why that this chick is in this position. Y'all know what it is. And what it was, was that she's this beautiful blonde chick. She went to Harvard. She's actually really smart. The thing is, is that she is... Allegedly,
0: lying. you gotta be.
1: Yeah. Allegedly. She is playing into the, the whole Trump bullshit. She just shuffles papers and deflects. Choosing papers. and papers and projects. The first thing out of her mouth at her first press conference was, I will not lie to you. And I was like, to you about to lie. Like a motherfucker
0: Which, I'll tell you the thing about trolling Is like, if people call me out I never answer a question I respond with an accusation Or a joke Or I change the subject But you'll never get an honest word out of me If I'm trolling you And that's exactly what politicians do Yeah, What's wrong when I do it (laughs) To fuck up the flow of society To be disruptive and like Screw things up a bit But these people that are playing the game The ones that are manipulating you Chappelle, I want to talk about this last point. So
1: sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, let's get back
0: to the man. In like two, a couple specials ago, when he was at the Comedy Store, mm-hmm. he was talking about like when they special. when they ended the apartheid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They and he, he was saying this about the Me Too movement. He's like, you didn't put the people on trial. You put the system on trial,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because the system is what's fucked up. The policing system is what's fucked up. And mm-hmm. yet, yeah, cops need to be held to account. But right now, it's not fuck all cops because they're systemic means system and they're part of the system right they're a victim of the things that are wrong as much as everybody else is they're being Mm -hmm. forced to to shoot these people so we need to put the system of policing on trial and that's a a conversation that needs to get like disseminated and (laughs) spread around the the concept of like all right let's divorce all the people from the issue and let's address Why would they even want to... Like, why would they even do that? Are there factors in the way we make them do the job that would cause them to do that?
1: I knew what the police force was when school shootings and shit were happening. And the reason why I say that is because every time that shit happened, we just got more and more used to it. And... Whenever there would be people who would come out as the voices of people talking about, hey, man, we need to do something about the way people purchase guns. Like, we need to do gun reform. If you worried about your health, your safety, all this, that, and the other as a cop, I feel like they should have been the first ones <laughs> I up mean, there like, you know what? Yeah, dealing with this shit, yeah, we do need to do something about this because this is what's happening
0: i mean i saw going around hold on real quick i mean i saw going around was police kill less people a year than the common flu (laughs) 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 riots kill less people a year than the common flu but yeah there, there we need to have reform to bigger issues and when you reduce it to when you use racism as a scapegoat and you say it's this cop, and by the way, it was like a white cop, a Chinese cop, black, uh, a and, beige cop. In Atlanta,
1: it was black cops. Like, and, in Atlanta, it
0: was five black cops and one white cop. Yeah. And the five black cops lost their job.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're like, all right. And the
1: head of the police the, was a black woman, so it's like, dude, like apparent, like we know that's the thing. Is I was listening to when I was driving up here. The NPR and they were talking to three black police officers and they from different regions and they talked about how and why they got into being a police officer. And they talked about how like when they joined the force, people was like, ah, like they're people, black people, like I ain't fucking with you. Like what well, you wouldn't sat up there and it was different generations of police officers. So it was like the sixties when he was like the first black police officer on the force. Then it was like the eighties. Then it was like late nineties, and so it was like this chunk. And then it was from like,
0: afros to flat tops. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, fam. <laughs> Own life, exactly. And they all experienced that. And I was like, throughout this whole time, black people have not trusted the police because of they the, were started uh, for the wrong, the wrong reasons. Reason. So we ain't never. So that's the reason why I say it. the revolutionaries and all that, the rebels, whatever you want to call them they all were saying the same shit and they're like no we're saying it for everybody cause like history keeps repeating itself like y'all don't know this history cause y'all don't have to know this history but we let our kids know this history and they know the history and they keep transferring this knowledge of this because what's funny about it is the fact that y'all didn't know the proverbial white people y'all well, and what you're transferring
0: know. is knowledge about white people Yeah, yeah. My buddy had a post the other day where he was like, you teach him about, uh, like, (laughs) Zeus and some other. I teach him about Osiris and some other. So, yeah, it's
1: it's just like you're, it's a transfer of knowledge and shit, so it's like. But this is a pretty
0: common conversation uh, on our level. We've both had this conversation with a million different people. But it somehow doesn't bleed into the mainstream conversation. This because, more practical, more honest conversation. Well, well, cards on the is, table.
1: Mainstream is corporate. You know what I'm saying? And once you go corporate, you got to sanitize the That's message. That's why you
0: got to burn, burn CNN down.
1: Man, you got to burn it all down.
0: If you guys want a change, if you want real change, media, <laughs> policing, hit, hit these bigger, broader issues.
1: Yeah, and... Um, I think one of the biggest changes is, man. Fuck Hollywood. Fuck New York. Fuck LA, man. Like, I'm, I, I ain't, I'm so tired of the idea of moving there to try to appease a bunch of hipsters and pedophiles, fam. Like, what is, what are we really doing? Like, why are we investing so much into these motherfuckers and they be on fuck shit? And if we could be having local motherfuckers. That do that type of shit, but they don't even have the means. But like, if we transferred the money to the means to that and had local oh, shit you redistributed represents...
0: wealth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, Why? the
0: technology is is what uh, levels the playing field. Yeah. Just like pro- podcasting now, you can basically have your own radio show. YouTube, you can have your own TV show with all the apps. And shit. I have my own fucking animated series? I have two animated series. I do it on my phone.
2: Yeah.
0: The technology is what. Uh, You know, smashes Mm. those barriers, which this is one thing I want to say to all the revolutionaries is like the technology is going to change a lot of this stuff if we're invested in moving forward as a species. Yeah, it's it's going to take it like we've gone a long way from like my friend's grandmother was born a slave. Yeah. So like two generations to Mm. we have black billionaires. Mm. It may seem shitty and it is, but we've come a long way really fast. Yeah. Uh, so don't get discouraged <laughs> don't because, feel like
1: because, no because and that's the thing that, Ian like that's the thing about it is like you're telling us that we're like what is it 12 to 14% of the population but our effect is global yeah our, our spending is
0: billions top athletes, top musicians uh, <laughs> billionaires, presidents no president black wall street Well, you know
1: what I'm saying let Hillary get a tan hey man fuck out of here fuck out of here but no like all of that shit is like yeah I I guess if I was a certain type of white person looking at that situation of like man yo motherfucker's not supposed to be able to even do that shit like I look like this
0: what well, the that's, fuck are you doing? That's that threatening of like your accomplishment is my inferiority. What's that mean? Hey, little baby. <laughs> We're tailgating in the park. Hey, sweetie P. Hey, baby. We got a little cutie
2: patootie. Oh, cheeks.
0: Guys, so, check out.
2: Down here, yeah. We we Again, so. That's crazy. It, it'll be yeah. way
0: better once uh, you know quarantine's over. They're opening up the pool. No, that's what I'm hoping for. How old is the little one? He is eight months. So. Eight months. Uh, let me tell you, he'll start sleeping more. Yeah. Right, mine's two years old. It gets better. It gets easier. <laughs>
1: Are you playing a game or something? Was that playing soccer again or? Oh yeah, I thought you were playing a game now. Nah, I'm making noise waking up the baby.
0: Uh, yeah, no. what are you doing? I'm <laughs> literally on my phone. Why are you waking that baby up? And you I know actually, she's tired. I How about do, you quit being a dickhead? No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I play a car for this guy if he needs to. That helps you go to sleep a little
0: bit. Car rides are a magic trick. We're we're uh, recording a podcast It's a, it's a weird <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to wrap it up real quick I apologize, you've been on the show <laughs> Guys, check out the Happy Corner Podcast Yeah On Twitch uh, where, where can they find you?
1: Uh, Kate Marion Comedy on Instagram Kimberly Marion on Facebook Cause, Yeah, I'm old and I'm still on there And uh, Yeah, the Happy Corner Podcast On Instagram
0: you know this podcast. Go check out my cartoon Philip Wave on YouTube, Philip Wave Radio, podcast uh, on Twitter, on
1: YouTube,
0: boom. KB's cartoons in the works.
1: Dude, I need some animation shit,
0: man. <laughs> we'll get together, I'll show you my tricks.
1: Okay.
0: Um check out Ross RDA LLC. Riggy man on Friday, Fight Club on Saturday with apologies on Sunday. We might actually be back with stand-up comedy next week. If not, I'll do a regular podcast. Deuces.